I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. And welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Um, I am your host, as always, Shane Brennan, and I am joined by my colleague, Aaron Chalk. Hello. Um, we are coming to you today on a very, very, very sunny day. Um, I don't know uh, what it's like where you all are, but I got burnt to a crisp over the weekend, and uh, I am in ribbons. What about you, Chalky? How's the farmer done? I've had too many occasions where I've been uh, burnt to shreds, so any inkling of sun, it could still be five degrees, and I'm going to put on that sun cream. So so mature. Uh, it's so it, it's not mature it's it's hard lessons learned that i don't i don't want to go down that road again and i finally found a sun cream that i that is not um really annoying to put on that you look like a snowman it's that kind of misty one so like it feels like oh, you're yeah, wearing yeah, nothing no. at all so yeah. i'm happy to wear that but i hate i hate all the other kind of kind of ones so oh yeah the spray but, you want but like you really just want to pretend you're like okay i'm covered now because I remember, yeah. did you not get scalded on a shoot one time? Yes, I did. Down in uh, sunny Wexford. Um, yeah, the commotion. You got, you got, like, I was worried about your neck. Yeah, day, <laughs> and it was day one of a, of a two-day shoot, and I got absolutely scalded, and I had, to, I had to go to bed early with just aloe vera on every bit of burn. Um, and uh, it kind of... Kind of taught me a, a hard lesson, uh, and I got sunstroke once before. And um, did you? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got You're it just before. Not a man for the sun, are you? No, definitely not. I go, I go white, I go pink, I go red, and back to white again. You never I don't tan. even get the Actually, pay I've never noticed tan. you with a tan. No, I don't. I don't. It's full, full stop. I, I'm uh, Irish in the sun, true and true. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed a little bit. I. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fairly sallow so I got a little bit of red yesterday and I was like that'll be it now that'll be me for the summer that's your base that's my base <laughs> yeah no no problem at all um so uh yeah thanks everyone for joining us as always sorry for that little uh weird conversation about uh, getting burnt but sure look, we should really do this kind of stuff offline we should we should get no, all the jib jab out of the way <laughs> i think it's important people want to hear about what our lives are like as well as what we think about ads do you know what i mean oh, they need sure. context as to where our opinions are coming from so um yeah so this week we're going to be talking about sports ads so um this is one that i predict we will have a few iterations of this um episode or this topic because lord knows some amount of money goes into sports ads and there's some amazing sports ads out there so i'm just covering two off today obviously keeping to our standard format but there's there's so much so much to cover on it and kind of we wanted to it was kind of open as well to not being limited to say like i don't know championship ads versus uh, adidas ads do you know what i mean it was just anything that includes sport that could be part of a sport ad so that's kind of where we went from on it um aaron when uh when you heard we were doing sport ad what what was your thoughts uh my sports my 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 thought went to all those kind of big epic kind of nike uh adidas reebok all those kind of major ones around tournaments that they 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 used to throw the book at and there's there's so many of them that it's kind of which one do you pick and then uh, when i went to ch- to actually choose i went to an ad that i watched probably about three or four times a year 
um, and I'll get into it in a little bit more detail. But I really thought that if the, if the title of the podcast is I love that ad, I really, really love this ad. And I watch it like I'd, you'd watch a TV series over and over and over again that you really love. So I am. Um, I can predict what this is going to be about. <laughs> and I can't wait to get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what where did your head go to? Um, my head went to similar to t- TV trailers. Kind of, I consume so much advertising, and I kind of comment on so much advertising. So it's like logged in my brain. So when we come up with a topic, it's like, oh yeah, there's like four or five things you want to talk about. Hmm. But then I like try to boil it down to similar to yourself. It's like, what's the first one, like that I go, oh yeah, that's 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 savage. That I really love that. Um, and a lot of time for me, it goes back to memories, nostalgia like where if, if, if it like places me somewhere or if the ad impacted my purchasing mm-hmm. a lot of the time as like a child or a teenager i'm like oh, i clearly love that ad um so yeah no there was so much like my head kind of went um yeah it just it went all over the place there was so there's just so many there's just so much stuff that like uh, and the other thing that reminds me of is a lot of ones it reminds me of the launch of youtube and what I mean by that is we we watched a lot of sports ads on TV growing up, right? And they would impact things, be them Coca-Cola ads, World Cup ads, Euro ads, rugby ads, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Wimbledon ads. Um, but then when YouTube and I remember like Bebo and then YouTube became a big thing and you'd be looking, you'd be like watching like these videos that normally are on TV, you're all of a sudden able to go, yeah, I, w- I, I remember that ad, I want to watch it. And you're like putting it on and then... So it just reminded me of those times where I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Sh- I remember that from when I was like eight years old. It's on this website now. I can watch it again. I can watch it again. Or then they <laughs> launch new ones and you'd be like watching it five times because there'd be different players in it or whatever. And you're like, is that that player? Is that what does he say there? And you watch it back and back and back. And it just it just reminds me of like the first kind of content that I was apart from like anime edits with like music on them. It was like this was stuff I was actually engaged with that was yeah. sitting with dial up opening windows and stuff like that, trying to figure out how to get better Wi-Fi, and, um, just like in the kitchen, like as close to the router as possible, just trying to watch these videos. You're so, destined for a, a career in advertising. If you're, <laughs> you're desperate to watch ads. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I suppose it wasn't like they were, they were ads, but like they were content. Do you know what I mean? It really yeah. like in the noughties, it really moved from that kind of, I know ads that people love and are really famous. And we've talked about it on this ad, but I'm, they don't really engage with me on any of those really advertising ads. Mm-hmm. It's when it moved to like people like us just making stuff. They think is cool. Put your brand on this. It doesn't matter if it ties to yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. People will watch it. Do you know what I mean? Make it and they will come. Yeah. Oh, I, I suppose that the, the big thing with with sports sports is such a um it's a powder keg really when it comes yeah. to people's emotions and their their investment of not just their time and their money and their own emotions but also in people's identity they are the team that they support or the athlete that they back um with the real passionate supporters so when adver- advertising has the potential to kind of tap into that fanatic kind of support but also at it, there's a duality there where you also have to be respectful of this isn't just something you go in make a make an ad and then get out you kind of have to treat it with respect as well because 
people invest themselves so much in it and when when it's done right it can be done such in an amazing way that has such an impact that like people like like for the ad that I'm, I'm going to show that that it really resonates with me in terms of they've got so many little things right that it's it's really true to the product and the team that they're 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 talking about and that goes for all for all sports you know and if you really kind of get into that what the fans really care about and the little the little isms and it can it can be such a powerful long as you said like long lasting impact that you're you're happy to watch them again and again even mm. if it's if it's the year after or 10 years after mm-hmm. yeah okay look but without further ado let you show ex- anyone who knows you knows that yeah. you're going to show something to do with one thing <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly I, i'm literally like uh, aaron bingo right here that i mentioned mayo g <laughs> straight, yeah. straight off the top so yeah anyone who do does know me knows that i'm, I'm a big mayo ga fan um oh, yeah. and this ad is by elvary's to launch uh jersey in 2016 the ad's called greatness awaits and uh, i suppose we'll we'll give it a world chain cool let's go for it to some this is just a jersey fabric stitched in a factory somewhere to others it's the spirit of a place a quiet pride where they come from for a chosen few it's dedication to craft with relentless hunger. It's endless summers, the dream that never dies, and the only conversation worth having. It's thousand-mile flights home, dodgy songs, candles lit. It's remember that point, a ticket in the Hogan, legends of the past, heroes in the making. It's heartbreak. It's hope, it's great days, and greater yet to come. This is not just a jersey. Nice. Yeah, so probably the majority of people who are watching that video is like, oh, it's, it's a nice ad for a jersey. It looks really well. Mm-hmm. But for anyone who's kind of from Mayo and watching, and I, kn- I know I'm opening up myself to so many slags when it comes to this video, especially the fact that it was in 2016. Uh-huh. Uh, and those great days haven't come nope, <laughs> just yet. If anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's part of the, it's, it's, it kind of encapsulates that it is, it is a journey uh, following, following this team in particular and that you do feel like you are there in every step and every match along along the way um and it, it really kind of gets the gets you going uh as you'd say before before a match before a an all-ireland final that that'd be I, i'd literally watch that like on repeat like for about 10 or 20 times the weekend of of, of an all-ireland um and maybe you know, maybe you should stop because it's not lucky should, i should probably <laughs> stop but it does it like there's so many isms that 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 just perfectly capture what it's like on that journey so like the little touch of the 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 wristband on the on the bags you know that's a weird thing that mayo people around you know do around the world where you always have one of those on your your suitcases when you're traveling uh you know it's the the ticket in the hogan the hats flags and headbands you know that's that's common common to to all all supporters um but it's just 
it really that that even the lines about quiet hope and you know I just it just I just quiet, love it a bit. A quiet male fan about hope. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> quiet male. <laughs> quiet hope. We all wish. Ha, sorry for everyone that doesn't know. Half my family are male, so like quiet. No, no. I wish like I I want you to win just so you shut up about it. For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, but 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 it's about the journey too. So like even though you say it's we, a journey, it's more like a penance for everyone no, around you and for you. There has been some amazing days out and uh you know, even though we haven't won it yet and it w- or day will come, uh <laughs> it it's been it's it's been amazing also. Do you know what I mean? That it's not like you're hitting every step of the process until we actually win. It's you're actually getting some amazing days in Crow Park in McHale Park on the road and you you wouldn't trade those in for 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 the world either so I think that I you know the, the name of this podcast is I love that ad and I really love that ad and it is a sporting ad so that's why for the first episode around sporting ads that has to be my number one Um, it's quite a niche one I know but and it's it's one that probably won't speak to uh, the majority of people who are listening or watching but but for me and probably a lot of other Mayo supporters, it it kind of really uh, really resonates. Even even though five years five years after it was created, so it's called yeah. Greatness Awaits, and I'm I'm pretty sure it was Lorcan Hines who who directed that, who is also a proud Mayo man. Okay, great. So uh, yeah, that's lovely. That was a, that was the most qualification you ever get into a video you've ever put on this podcast. I really love um, that. Actually. I obviously <laughs> love it too. Mayo, but look, as a leash man, I can't talk about winning games. Like we're still waiting since nineteen seventeen. We won our all Ireland hurling, so like that's that's grand. Do you know what I mean? Fair play to you. Um, it's a nice piece. I think it resonates to Mayo fans more so than anyone else. I can appreciate kind of because a lot of those isms are kind of just true to Ga in general. Um, the one part of the journey they seem to have left out for your fans is just losing at the end. They should have just had loss, 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 loss. But uh, I just get that in there. But um, no, it is nice. It is very nice. And it's funny, actually, Elvery's around that time. I don't know if they decided to start spending money. Someone new come in. Because did they not do the Tom, the Simon Zebo uh, Die Hard parody <laughs> the same year? Is that not like 20? And they, these are it was like, close enough to it. Yeah, they were yeah in, in the warehouse. Like weird, they decided to commit to content kind of thing. Um, so I just thought that was interesting when you said it was 2016. Because I... For me, the, like, because nothing has changed in Mayo GA. This could be from 2016, this is 2017, 2018, 2019, 20. Like, it, there's no COVID reference, so it's definitely pre-COVID. That's all you know about. <laughs> like, um, no, it's a nice piece. I can see why, with your team, it being your team, and you guys are awaiting as to why you like it so much, and it's, it's shot quite nicely. But it's very, it's very niche. Um, mm. Like personally. I'm not like it's nice. I'm not overly impressed with it. Do you know what I mean? But I I know why you are overly impressed with it, and that makes sense. And that's some ads work like that. Like not all ads are universally loved or universally um, considered to be great. That you like that for a reason. And it taps into also an unsaid fact that anything with a Mayo logo, the Mayo fans will just be like, take my money, (laughs) just 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 take it. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So that's a good one. That's a good one to, to expecting a, a deluge of WhatsApps and comments and <laughs> just absolutely yeah. slating this. Ah no, but sure. Look, it's it's true. It's it's your favorite sport ad. That's that's uh, 
that's fair enough and it's it's a nice piece and then yeah it's 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 it's, it's well shot it's not shit put it that way but it just i don't <laughs> that's I a big compliment from shane it does I do, it just doesn't resonate with me at all because i'm not a mayo fan and there's so much fucking baggage around me with friends and family mayo and having to just listen <laughs> so yeah, i'm kind of like post-traumatic stress of your get own away from me. i don't care <laughs> just go yeah. win the fucking thing um okay yeah so that's nice that's a nice piece um oh we'll kick into my one if yes. that's okay so you touched on kind of the big i've i've gone from not local not specific to a sports team i've gone for one of the best ever sports ads in my opinion in the history of sporting ads uh from my point of view it brings me back to what age would i have been around 13 14 um change the fucking game for me in regards to just what you could see on television and being like how how have they done this um and it's nike as the secret tournament um and we will put it up now and i will talk about it after hidden from the world 24 elite players hold a secret tournament with eight teams and only one rule basketball wins
was great. Yeah. Such a good ad. That hat. So, like, I was about 13 years old and I came out. For me, like, this was, like, the signifier for Nike. Like, as Nike had done... So, this was around FIFA 2002. Um, FIFA World Cup 2002, which was in Japan, South Korea, I believe. It was coming off the back of FIFA, the Nike campaign from 1998, in France, 1998, um, uh, which was around the Brazilian team kind of doing, like, futsal stuff through an airport. In the airport. Yeah. So like this was brilliant this ad. their iteration of this, but this changed. So that from going like, because you didn't know at this stage of my life, I didn't know about body doubles, how they'd shoot this, how they made this stuff. So like having a team in one ad made sense for this. It was like, how do they have 24 of these players in one place? Do you understand me? Like, did they make them actually play these games? Are these real? <laughs> do you know, like you don't know, like, yeah. so it's this, this, unbelievable and like at this stage in my life you don't know that pablo escobar actually did this in colombia <laughs> in the 80s where he used to fly the best players in the world in and make them play in his prison what yeah what do you not know that no yeah so he used to fly like all the best players from around the world when he was in prison his made prison in um colombia he used to fly the best players in the world and get them play five aside against each other and, pay oh them and fly them out <laughs> some buku so like and then Eric Cantona, I'm a Manchester United fan, so like having having the king in it, and he's also in the 1998 one as like a little cameo where he kind of just goes, hmm. Um, so this is directed by Terry Gilliam, um, obviously huge director. Uh, second nod we have to Monty Python in, in the podcast, which is great. Uh, overall advertising campaign came to 100 million for this. This was a huge, this was huge for Nike. Um, it was done by Whedon and Kennedy Amsterdam was the creative agency but then as well you have a, a gentleman by the name of Tim Parkinson who was in Ogilvy in Whedon Kennedy then moved on to Nike he was involved in all this okay. um, and it's kind of on his CV if that makes sense because um, then he started to break Nike away from a traditional advertising agency relationship because he thinks it's broken and he does project by project to get the best creativity even though he is an ad man an agency mm. man himself he just he, he doesn't speak too highly of of um agency formats shall we say when it comes to creativity um other names for this so this is called the secret tournament other names for it is scorpio scorpion ko the cage um like some of the players that they have in this like your your Henri's, your Patrick Vieira, like your Ruud van Nistelrooy, your Freddie Lundbergs, like your Edgar Davids, your Luis Vigo, your Roberto Carlos, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, the Nielsen, like Totti, like Crespo. Like this is just, I remember this just being insane. The other thing was all the merch. Like this launched a completely new design. That Nike. Nike logo with the kind of the triangle. Nike. Yeah. That That's was a real Nike. flashback seeing that. I had loads of those t-shirts. That was like the Nike look, right? Um, the silver football. Actually buying the silver football. Yeah. That your tarmac used to strip to shreds. That never lasted. That ball got destroyed <laughs> in country destroyed. houses. <laughs> um, but it was like, for me, like this was just unbelievable. The music, I'd never heard. I'd, I'd never heard that song that Elvis Presley and that song was everywhere that summer JXL remix because of this ad it went to number one in 20 countries amazing right? like what else like it it just for me I just get goosebumps like because for me like the World Cup is a huge thing because in 1998 I was in France for that World Cup I was in France for Euro 2000 
then I was in so like France and soccer became like a huge thing for me then I'd watch them every time we'd be on holidays in France and it was like a big thing to do with the summer you know what I mean you'd get football mm. boots and you'd like be wanting to play outside because the weather's good so like for me it was just this was just an unbelievable it just took the advertising to the next level yeah and like it was a really cool campaign they did their tease activity which was like little videos of scorpions walking around football boots the new um the new football boots and then they did their excite phase which was like pictures of the players like standing off each other and stuff like that right and then they did their involvement phase which was actually when they launched this in june they ran um tournaments for kids in major cities all around the world that they played by these rules first goal wins oh, in wow. a made-up cage like two million kids took part that's amazing yeah and they did, really um, like tr broad campaign right the way through oh yeah well like they like the the nike president mark parker said this brings integrated football marketing initiative was the most comprehensive and successful globing campaign ever executed by nike wow like that's ever. pretty cool so like it's just it, it was then followed up with um the called the rematch which was the last two teams which was vigo's team and um Henri's team and toddy's team against each other again in the bow of the boat and instead of first goal wins it's first to 100 with Cantona in as well so that's a, oh, that yeah. came straight I out after I remember that. that one um uh, can we also mention just how peak Cantona oh, this just, ad is <laughs> no I, I, like Cantona is just he just transitioned into this now like I think Finding Eric the movie is peak Cantona for me because there's a movie about him and he's in yeah. it as an imaginary version of himself. I'm like, that is the most Eric Cantona thing. And it's actually a good movie. <laughs> but, but I uh, suppose it's probably true to say every time you see Cantona in an ad, like he's in a load of beer ads in, in like French beer ads and stuff yeah. like that. And you're like, classic Cantona. Up, to, up, to, up to his old Bible. tricks again. He did the Brexit. Was it like the anti-Brexit, like Brexit free zone? Was that for Lad Bible? I think, oh, it was, it was Paddy Power, no? Paddy Power. Yeah, and it the, was like the a oil rig that you could go to to not yes. hear about Brexit in between England and France, wasn't that? Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah, the oil rig, uh, dis disused oil rig or something like that. Um, that phrase, that's a goal. That was like a big thing mm. around then. Anytime you you score a goal, obviously I scored loads of goals when I'm playing uh, five sides. Sports matchup. Uh, golden boots here, like yeah. so. Uh, that was that became my my adopted catchphrase, as with every kid. Uh, around like, that somewhere it was so quintessential to me do you remember when like like these campaigns when they started doing this because there'd be new football boots and a new there'd be a new football to get every year it was so glossy and that football was so shiny and like do you remember do you remember when coca-cola used to let you collect watches yeah and that would be during the summer and you'd be going into like lifestyle sports to like trade the thing Trade your labels Skittles yo-yos or something Skittles like that. yo-yos oh, in my head those. this type of campaign because so much merch existed once they launched it that you just had to get your hands on it taps into the same thing it's the same type of psychology where you're like oh my god yes this is amazing look at all this stuff it's like sticker books you know you're <laughs> just trying to you're just trying to get the stuff and it's like was this excitement when you had nothing else in the world to worry about you were like this is the most important thing in the world <laughs> The Euros, uh, was it, is the Euros um, a couple of years ago, we, uh, with the lads I was living with at the time, we, we got a sticker, one of the sticker books came in, one of the papers or something, and we're like, 
sure as a house will we start filling in for the crack you know yeah. pure nostalgia play then we did the maths on it it is so expensive to so fill expensive. out that book it, it like costs hundreds and hundreds to get and that's if you're like not getting a lot of doublesies and uh, stuff like that and, and you have no one to trade with because you're a grown man so you have to just keep buying <laughs> exactly <laughs> let's just say the book went fairly un, un, unfilled out do you always remember when you used to do that and you were a kid and like you'd be going out to to like small break or big break and you'd be trying to trade stickers and like oh, I've got this crest I've got the wolves crest seven times two, two th- normals for a shiny like yeah all the rules and then if the kid was much older he'd definitely screw you or then you'd have the kid who just needed one sticker and he's like I will give you all of my doubles for that Dennis Irwin yeah the rare the rare players became quite uh, obvious pretty quickly so like you could you you did have that barter going I'm happy to part three or four of my stickers for that one if yeah, you have yeah it. I need this or yeah. like but I always remember like dreaming of being an adult and being, I'm being confused by adults don't partake in this like remember you could order whatever stickers you wanted on yeah. the back postal from, order per, no it's what was the name of it it's not Merlin it's uh, Per Perry per, or something I saw an ad they advertised the sticker book the other day on TV and I was like ooh I nearly would <laughs> I nearly would and then there's the Pokemon one as well that took, that was a big craze for a while moved into that yeah I was a little bit older for that so it was kind of stickers oh, and pogs cool. stickers and cool. pogs is what dominated my life <laughs> and then Pokemon it was like no Game Boy not cards that's a that's a real um, trip down nostalgia memory lane there yeah it's ah, I just love that campaign there's probably so much I'm not saying about it um, it's just yeah, they like it was before the internet was a thing, so they had loads of like interactive CD-ROM stuff. That like, there's definitely lads in 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 marketing boardrooms are like, that's never gonna catch on. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was just, it it just felt like you could see where the hundred million went. Yeah, like it was like they had this idea, they had the budget to execute it, they got all the right players, they had like they got Gilliam because it is very um. Uh, was the 12 monkeys you know that kind of post-apocalyptic which terry gilliam directed with brad Pitt no, i haven't seen it bruce willis so it is i was like geez gilliam really and then i was kind of looking at it again once i realized he directed and i was like oh yeah okay i can completely see that um yeah just it's i'm still if the minute we said sport i was like i have to if aaron doesn't get this one ahead of me i was like I, I, this is the one this is the sports ad for me it opened it was- up Sports. My one was either going to be this one or the the one you mentioned earlier on the Brazil uh, the Brazil team in the airport. Yeah, that that always stands out in my head as there's, well. There's some honorable mention. I would just like Nike in general. Yes, come kills on. it. Come on. Like if we're honest, like even the one you know there was a one a couple of years back, probably around 2010, where it was a point of view shot completely. When Van Persie was a thing, and it was about a guy like training and training and training, getting better and trying to get up to play with Arsenal. And it's like the whole ad is point of view shot completely. It's yeah. kind of bigger in then. And they do some amazing like golf ads. When when McElroy signed that major deal there years ago, there were, that was a great ad that came out with for him, and it kind of really showed the the realities of becoming world's number one. The alarm clock constantly going off, yeah. and the footage of him as a kid playing. Then they came out with the Tiger Woods one after he won the Masters. Um, is it two years ago now? Um, so like. They, they always just knock it out of the park but you can see though what, when I was reading the article about Parkinson saying about using different project by project based instead of agency based all those pieces are really good but they're very different stylistically 
Mm. It's not yeah, one. True. They're not like, oh, no, Scorpion needs to be present throughout everything we do. It's like, no, no, no. Here's the brief. Golf is different. This is this is like a post win. We want to do a documentary. What would you do? Like the stuff with, uh, I don't know if it's Reebok or Nike. Okay. But the David Fincher, American football ad. Did you ever see that one? No. That's, man. What that is, and it's two players essentially from birth, and it's like you know it's that really famous song. I don't know, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> it's a really famous song. I love the way you caught yourself there, really. No, quickly. but I, thought, I, was, I was just like, yeah, you're being recorded, and I have no idea, you know, because Neve only did that to me yesterday. She's like, you know that song, and made a jumble of metal melodies. Yeah. Um, and essentially the two kids from birth, and it's done by Fincher. And event it just builds up to them hitting each other on the on the American football pitch. Oh, cool. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Nike, but and like after I don't know if you've read um, Shoe Dog as well. Yeah, yeah, great. Like book. that really made me. I know. Look, Nike is it's got some bad things as well, but it's just as a brand, I just think they've done they've gone in such a good. I just love their direction. Two two Nike fanboys here, definitely for for sure. Yeah, it completely, completely. Yeah. Adidas's shoes are too narrow. I just can't wear them. <laughs> we 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 launch a separate podcast where we <laughs> rate yeah, the brand's yeah. clothing. No, exactly. No, anyway, look, that is uh, that was my nomination anyway for I love that ad for sports. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm actually really happy. I just got to watch that again because that has just brought me. Yeah, great. And especially when it's sunny, it's like oh, it's like summer. It's like summer. <laughs> Um, cool. So I think unless you have anything else to add, no, uh, we're, we're, I think we're, we're, we're fairly good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, as always, everyone, if you have any sports ads yourself, don't be afraid to get in contact, DM us. You can even just comment on the video or wherever you're, you're seeing it. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll call it out in one of the, one of the episodes, or if you want to come on yourself to talk about anything in specific, just specific, just hit us up. Um, if not till next week. See ya.